Welcome to the Honorable Insurance Podcast. This is a podcast of the Toscano Agency, which, by the way, was founded on Bill Toscano's porch over 51 years ago while his kids are running around. Front porch is a strange place to start a business. It's because his wife would not let him use the dining room. We are still family-owned, operated, and friendly here at the Toscano Agency. We have an accounting and finance webinar coming up on the 8th of February at 10 o'clock. Make sure that you join us. We have some great accounting tips to share with you and details about our own finance company, Highland Premium Finance. You can register for this webinar to scano.com forward slash webinars. Today, we are talking with our payment specialist from the accounting team at Toscano, Brenda Rebar. She's got great things to share in the services she can offer to help you. Without further ado, here's today's episode. Today, we have payment specialist Brenda Rebar joining us. Uh, Brenda is the payment specialist on the accounting team here at Toscano, and I'm really excited to hear some of the things she has to share. Hey, Brenda, how you doing? Good morning. Good. How are you? I am wonderful. It's Friday morning. Who isn't good on Friday morning? It's like <laughs> Christmas Eve to kids, right? Like Exactly. I'm so excited. I have date night tonight, and that's also like Christmas <laughs> Eve. I'm just like, oh my gosh, date night. Wine, good food, no kids. Yes, it's it's a good day. It's a good day. All excited. <laughs> so I'm so happy that you're able to join us. I know that your role is a little new here at Toscano, which is why I think it's important for people to have an idea of the service that you're offering and how you can help. So why don't you tell us a little bit? Tell us a little bit of your personal life, professional life, career, how you got to where you are. Go ahead. Tell us all about yourself. Well, I am married and I have a son who recently graduated from Duquesne. Um, I like to read, do things around the house. And my favorite time of the year is when I can plant the garden in the spring. Oh, me too. I love to garden. Absolutely. Tell me about some of the books you love to read. Who's your favorite author? Oh, I love Corrine Michaels. Have you ever read her? I have. I love her. Mm -hmm. She gives you all the feels. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> and Tara Civic's pretty good too, but she can get a little crude at times, but it's, mm-hmm. she's funny and good at the same time. I see. I'm a Nicholas Sparks fan and everyone's going to judge me now, but yeah, so that's me. <laughs> <Can't help it. laughs> no I buy the signed edition for every book. Like, yeah, I have issues. Yes. My life is going to become the notebook when I'm older. I just know it. I already have memory <laughs> problems. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what did your son go to college for? Uh, he went for sports marketing. Oh, awesome. Yes. Cool. Yes. So did he land a job right away? Did he have an internship or how did that work for him? Well, because of COVID, internships mm. went out the window. So, yeah. but he is working for Enterprise Rental Car in their management trainee program. Okay. It's better than nothing. At least it's something it, outside of school. It's exactly right. I said, stay there for like a year, learn all you can, you know, and then figure out what you want to do. Exactly. Things will open up. It's getting mm-hmm. better. It is. It's really getting better out there. So I interrupted you. Continue, please. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> now, after high school, I went, I graduated from WJ. And then I went and worked at IBM up in Connecticut for a couple years. Came back home. Um, I worked for a state farm agent for a couple years. And then I went to mortuary school and for the last 26 years worked at my family's uh, funeral home. Wow. Well, that's a jump. Insurance. <laughs> you don't hear that for any <laughs> Okay, so let's back up. What did you do at State Farm? I was like an office assistant. Okay, were but you I licensed had, or? I was. Mm-hmm. Okay, nice. Mm-hmm. So it scared you so much, you decided to go into funeral. <laughs> <laughs> 
So tell me a little bit about that. That's really interesting. <laughs> well, it was, you know, it, it was, it was a family business. So I kind of felt drawn to it. Yeah. Um, but the thing is like you live your job. So even if I had things scheduled, there was most of the times I didn't get to do it because we oh. were busy. You know, so even like your time off really isn't time off. So after that length of time, I just wanted something that gave me my life back. Yeah, that's so hard. Yeah, there's no scheduling when people are passing. Like, you are at the mercy um, (laughs) of of the business. That's got to be, that has to be a struggle. You know, most family businesses are hard, but that's exceptionally difficult. Yeah, it is. I mean, you learn to live it. But mm-hmm. after a while, like the older I've become, I'm like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's something, there's something about um, definitely helping people in their time of need. I get that, you know, I'm an accommodator myself. That's the kind of personality I am, but I don't know if I could keep my spirit up through that. I don't know if I yeah, could. You learn to kind of distance yourself a little bit from it. Yeah. Cause if not, it'll suck you in. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, kudos to you. So you escaped from that. I did. (laughs) And I thought, well, I was in the insurance business a little bit before, and I happened to come across Toscano's ad. I think it was on Indeed. And I thought, hmm, I could do that. Pretty awesome. And I applied, and here I am. Cool. And you actually physically go into the office, so you're kind of local to the home office, which is cool. Yes. Um, So you have the ability to do that. That's neat. Awesome. Okay. Well, tell me a little bit about um, what you're doing for us here at Toscano. Give us a little bit of a deep dive. Okay. Well, I I can send you invoices. Um, I can check the payment status of your policies. I insist, or I assist you making uh, payments on our website as well as other companies' websites. I've in the past requested change of payment options for people with direct bill policies. Um, I run reports and send out late notices and lapse notices for MGA direct bill policies. I post credit card payments and then uh, record the finance confirmations. So you are the payment queen here at Tuscany, <laughs> right? Look at you, crown yeah. in name only. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, this is great, and I know that this position was created to really help our agents because our agents would be calling to underwriters to make payments, and our underwriters are trying to talk to our carriers and get policies issued, and you know, work through um, inspection reports and things of that nature. So it's really important that people understand that they can reach out to you directly. And I'm going to share all of Brenda's contact information at the end of the podcast as well, guys. So you'll have all of that so you can reach out to her directly. But, you know, this really helps because here at Toscano, we have so many carriers. And if you look at your cover letter, it always tells you on your cover letter who's collecting payment, who's sending a bill for payment. You know, we make that super clear, but it's never the same from one policy to the next. And we know that can be kind of confusing, which is why we brought Brenda in here to kind of cut through that confusion so you know where to apply your money, how to do it, where to go to do such things. One thing I just want to remind everybody, all of our personal lines policies are direct bill. And Brenda, I'm sure you can kind of go from there a little bit with that. You want to talk about that a little? Oh, sure. Yeah, I mean, and a lot of them, um, I get a lot of phone calls from personal lines, actually. Okay. Um, so, I, I mean, I'm happy to go on, you know, all of their websites and help you make a payment. Or if there's an issue, I'll look into it for you and try and figure out how to help you. 
Yeah. And we do have some of our own products that we bill directly from Toscano for personal lines as well too. So I know it can get super confusing and that's why Brenda is here. She's the queen of payment to help make everything super, super clear. Now, typically Brenda, you're not dealing with insureds though, right? You're talking to agents mostly. Mostly, but I do get calls from insureds as well. Okay. So a clear message here is really insured should be talking to the agent and not Brenda directly. Um, that's, that's definitely something we want to make sure we get across. Of course, we're not going to hang up on people, but you know, obviously we want to make sure the agent is there to have that conversation with the insured. So important. And we've set up our own payment area on the website specifically for insureds. So they can go and make that payment as well. And I'll include the link for that too, with the podcast here. Um, so they don't have to come right on to Toscano.com. That can cause some confusion um, for our insureds. They're like, well, who's Toscano? I thought it was, I'm with this agency and I thought I was written with this company. They're like, who are these Toscano people? So we've made our own separate site just for insureds to be able to go and make those payments to try to make things easier. So it's great. You're doing great work here. You're so pleasant to work with. If I had to make payments, I would want to call and talk to you for sure. <laughs> Definitely. I always like to have that friendly voice and hear a smile on the other end, but so you've done interesting things so far in your career, obviously two very different things. And, you know, I talk on the podcast all the time about how insurance sucks you in. Most people never leave this industry. And if it's a family business, especially you are a unique, <laughs> a unique thing on your own. Um, you know, you definitely, yes, you got into insurance, left it, got into the family business, left that as well. And here you are back in insurance. It's a vacuum. It sucks you in like everyone's stuck. So would you share one thing with me? I, I really like to know this from folks. Well, number one, how did you get an insurance? What made you go to State Farm? How did that happen? Well, actually, the agent was a friend of our family and he needed help at the time. And I had moved back from Connecticut and I was like, okay, I figured I'd do that for a little bit. So yeah, I could. Oh my. Okay. Very good. Well, you're here, you're back. So tell me something, what is something you wish you had known when you first started in insurance or first started with your family business that you, you know, now the big thing I think for me is I can agree to disagree with people, which Mm. in my younger days, I don't think I could possibly have done, Mm. but I often do today. Nice. That's a good one. That's definitely a good one. I think that comes with experience and, you know, just the, um, moving through life, having life experience, realizing you don't have to fight for everything you believe in. I I definitely was that way in my twenties and yeah. Entering into my forties. I'm definitely not that way anymore. I'm like, okay, I'm kind of tired and don't want to fight. If you want to believe that, I'm totally fine with that. Exactly. You can agree to disagree. That's okay. Exactly. (laughs) Okay. So I also like to know and share whatever you want, or, you know, you don't have to share, but what about a big failure for you? And what did you learn from it? We all have, um, you know, Um, we all have that one thing, like changing careers made me feel like a failure. Really? Believe it or not. Yeah. I still felt like I let my dad down. Oh, I understand that. I do. We all have to deal with that, especially in family business. That's really tough. Yes. Really tough. Yes. So I'm sure not. I'm sure your dad would just want you to be completely fulfilled and happy wherever you are. Because honestly, what are we here for in life? 
to find happiness and to find our spot and where we belong and feel good. And that is different for every single person. You know, that could be someone being a fry cook in a kitchen. They've always wanted to be a fry cook in, or it could be somebody, you know, I see corporate people all of the time going from these crazy, ridiculous schedules where they're making six digits. It's nuts, but they hate it. And they go and they do something they've wanted to do their entire life, making $20 an hour. And they're happy. And they're happy. Like, right. It's happiness. Like that is what yes. is so important. But so but what did you learn? What did you learn from that? Well, I learned that it's okay to make changes if it gives you a better quality of life. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm so much more relaxed now. I have more free time. I can't tell you how many times, like on the weekends, now I say to my husband, I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> I used to be scheduled out, you know, Yeah. (laughs) but I also feel like I'm more present with the people in my life now. And I like that. My mind's not always like bracing as far as what I have to do that day, what I have to do tomorrow, what's coming up, that kind of thing. Right. No, I understand that too. And I get it. You know, we all have people we don't want to let down in our life and, you know, we want to make good decisions and we want people excuse me, to be proud of us. It's so very important, whether that's parents or family or friends or spouses or whatever. So now that was good. Thank you so much for sharing. That was, that was really awesome. Um, so this, this can be for either insurance profession, accounting profession, or funeral profession for this question. What's a common myth that you want to deflate about any of those areas? This is going to be interesting. I want to know. (laughs) (laughs) No, the only one I can think of is that we're in it for the money because we're not. I think there's other things we could be doing to make a whole lot more money in life, but we're in it because we care. Right. Yeah, that's that's definitely good. But when you get that funeral bill, you're like, oh my <laughs> goodness. When did this happen? Like, <laughs> I unfortunately have planned a lot of funerals in my life and I'm young to be saying that, but I have. And I was just always so very <laughs> surprised. I'm like, wow. So I am determined. I want to be turned into a tree pod. That's what I want to do so they can plant you as a tree. Like, yep, that's what I want. Don't <laughs> get me a casket, no service. Don't bury me, you know, just plant me as a tree pod. Like, <laughs> I have planned seven funerals in my life. I'm not even 40. Yeah. It's pretty ridiculous. Wow. Um, Yeah. So it's, it's just, yeah. Anyways, I, I want to be a tree. I want to come back as a tree. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. So what is a good piece of advice that you'd like to share with, you know, our listeners about collecting premiums and, we all get those folks who get behind. Do you have any advice to share with insurance professionals on collecting? Just please, I always say be nice, but firm and please try and pay attention to the due dates so that nothing goes into cancellation status. You don't end up with a situation where your insurer doesn't have coverage, you know, and please try and pay attention for the agents. Please try and pay attention as to the billing status, whether it's agency bill or direct bill, because sometimes if you send it to us and it's a direct bill, it's going to cause a delay. Yeah. And then that can cause some issues. Definitely. You know, and I always love to promote this, you know, you guys can make electronic payments on our website for most of these <laughs> instead of sending us a check. We all know how slow the mail has become and it's just not efficient. It's causing cancellations. It's causing confusion for your insured. So we never pull anything automatically. Um, You know, you want to talk about that process a little bit, how people can, can do that. 
You mean like an e-check payment? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. You can give us your um, routing number and your account number from your banking statement and it can your payment can be pulled directly from your checking account or your savings account, whichever you prefer. Right. So if you folks are collecting payment at the agency and depositing it into your escrow account, that's an easy way to do that. I don't know if there's as many people doing that anymore because most consumers are kind of making their own payments online, but we still do have um, some agencies that have people come in on a monthly basis to make their payment and give them a check. So um, just know that we definitely have the option to help out with that, but we'll never automatically sweep your payment for you. So um. Brenda, thanks for joining me. You shared great information today and we're going to make sure that, you know, we provide links and contact information for Brenda. So when you guys have any kind of a question about payment, billing, you know, just make sure that you're, you're reaching out to Brenda. She's here to help to support you. Um, And thanks so much. I hope you have a great weekend. Thanks. You too. And I'm on the road.